when we finally got down to something which the individual says he really wants to do, I will say to him, you do that. And uh, forget the money. Uh, because if you say that getting the money is the most important thing, you will spend your life completely wasting your time. You'll be doing things you don't like doing in order to go on living, that is to go on doing things you don't like doing, which is stupid. Better to have a short life that is full of what you like doing than a long life spent in a miserable way. We are live officially now. Sports Social here on Soundcast FM. Bit of a delay. Apologize for that little technical difficulties, but you know what? We're on live. A lot of things are going on. You got the NCAA tournament well underway now. First game, second game already underway. I don't know, it's like that fun time of year when everybody's a college basketball fan. You know, you, you get those 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 college basketball fans all of a sudden just pop up out of nowhere. Now they're claiming these teams like either North Carolina, Duke. I'm claiming North Carolina, but you know, you guys know I've been a fan for a long time. I mean, come on, let's be honest. Duke is actually uh, playing right now. And I know I, I got a couple of friends that are huge, huge Duke fans. I'm hoping they have a, a sad ending today. Huge game slate. I'm going to go through everything. We got some calls that are going to be coming through. Once again, you can call in as well. 516-900-2278. We are live here. Sports Social, Brooklyn, New York. Soundcast FM. And you know what? It's funny because I actually I can actually tell my story coming over here today. The weather is like, it's kind of nice. You know, it's that like that mid, like it's like 60 degree weather where it's like, it's really nice, but it's a little chilly. Might need a light jacket. And I sound like a weatherman right now if you're in the New York City area, but it's just that feeling of spring being here. And as I'm getting excited, you know, thinking, oh man, it's spring. It's, you know, like, they're going to have the nice weather coming along. That means summer's right around the corner. People can stop wearing their hoodies and such. I just, I look at the weather, you know, the weather updates for the next couple of days. We're, we're going to have snow on Sunday and Monday. It's, it's the weirdest thing in the world. I mean, it's 63 degrees, mostly sunny right now, and we're going to have snow on Sunday and Monday. And this is in the New York City area, city area I'm just saying. Very, very interesting time. But you know what? This is what it's all about. You have the weird, you have the weird, like, you know, su um, summery type of weather, but it's not really summer weather. But it's just a sign of the times. So what we're going to do right now is uh, take a break for a second while we get some more stuff sorted out. Play some music, because that's what we like to do here. Play a little classic joints. I should probably just start taking requests after a while. 
516-900-2278. That just seems to be the best way to handle it. And you know what? Just because we played a little bit of it yesterday, why not get into a little bit more uh, Run DMC, right? Right? How we figure out some more technical difficulties. We'll be right back. Central on Cartoon Network.
his face in the sand. Not the last mafioso, I'm a MC cop. Make it say go LL and do the Y. If you think you cannot ride me, yeah boy, I bet. Cause I ain't better. Who can do that yet? Trendsetter, I'm better. My rhymes are good. I got a gold name plate that says I wish you would. And when battle begin, then I gotta join in. And before my rhyme is over, you know I'm a win. Cool J has arrived, so you better make way. As anybody in the crowd, they say the kid don't play. I think I'm gonna need backup. Give me that 40 party. 
and just like that, we are back. We are not just bad, we are back. Yes, Sports Social here with Ed Easton, here on Southcast FM, live from Brooklyn, New York. Apologize to everybody that was, you know, not too sure with the stream, technical issues, it happens sometimes, you know, but we're here, we're live, you got to come in and listen to a little bit of LL Cool J, I'm bad, some people heard a little Run DMC in the beginning, but you know what, we're here, we're here to talk sports, the NCAA tournament is going on as we speak, so, you know, I'm not going to tell people, like, choose between listening to the show and, and, you know, watching the game, why not just watch the game, right, whichever one it is, it's like three of them on, it's three of them on right now, and, you know, I'll give my little updates in between, all right? You're not going to miss much. It's different announcers. It's, you can still watch it. It's all about the visual, people. You can listen to my voice and then watch it. That's what it's all about. But uh, once again, that phone number to call in is 516-900-2278. Just a lot of things I want to go over. And, you know, obviously we lost a little bit of time in the beginning, but that's fine. Last night's game, I was really hoping, and I'm talking about the NBA right now. As a Knicks fan, I was really hoping we would just give up a better fight, you know, just to show that, hey, this team is, even though we're not going to make the playoffs, just show that we're a legit team that's willing to fight. Granted, you're going against the world champions. Granted, you had no chance of winning. But the embarrassment, the embarrassment that took place, I mean, I don't know what the words to say are. It's like, it just seemed like it went from, I don't know, some type of scary movie after a while Steph Curry was making shots that, once again, only Steph Curry can make. I mean, the guy, you know, like, just like that, will have 16 points. I think in the first four minutes of the game between the Warriors and Knicks, the Warriors were held scoreless for the first four minutes in the game. And still, the first half, they finished with over 60 points. It's like, what else, what else can, you really, can you really do against a team like this? I just, you know, I think they they're, I think they picked up like 60, 62 or 63 wins. I'll look it up again, but I'm just seeing this team, and I have to honestly say, and they weren't even going like full speed against the Knicks. That's the part that everybody knows. If you're any type of basketball fan, you could tell when the team is going full speed. Against the Knicks, they definitely were not. There was just no way. There was no way they were going full speed. The uh, Knicks, you know, showed who they were. Um, Calderon left for the strained calf, so if I'm sit him out for the rest of the season, I understand it could be a strained calf, probably be out for a week or so. Sit him out for the rest of the season. There's no reason to have him out there. See what you got in Jerry and Grant. See what else you have in Linkston Galloway. Play the young guys. You know, we found out Tony Roten is not going to play this year, and I understand that. Have zero problems with that. So it's it's things like that that drive me crazy as a Knicks fan. It, it, it's just they just can't seem to get anything going. But you know what? With time, maybe we'll see some updates. Maybe we'll see some upgrades at different positions. Phil Jackson is very confident, even though he knows he has a tougher job than he expected. We gotta get some type of some type of consistency going in. But who knows? Who knows how the rest of the season is gonna end up? Who knows who else is gonna be, you know, traded in the offseason? Is it is Melo gonna stick around? It, there's so many question marks. 
Mind you, there's a you know a good like rest of the month left in the season, but everybody knows the season basically the exclamation point was was right there. That that was the ending for me. I've seen a lot of games. I've seen a lot of Knicks games where they've gotten blown out. That game they were never really in. You're going to get the world champs. That's going to happen. You got to come with your A game all the time. So it's it's a tough situation to be in. But hey, who knows? And I'm pretty sure we have a Knicks fan on the line right now that has plenty to say. Claude, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. All right, Claude. I know you were listening to my little rant just a couple of minutes ago. I was, I was. You know, first off, let me preface this by saying I am a former Knicks fan. I am a Phoenix Suns fan. You're claiming claiming the Phoenix Suns, and yet have you not looked at their record? Look, man, (laughs) Devin Booker, man, he's he's about ready to take over, man. (laughs) Hey, you know what? I'm not not against that. I like like Booker. I like the fact that you're going to have Bledsoe and Booker fully in the backcourt next year, and you're probably going to get Ben Simmons because of your uh, lottery pick. So, uh, It'll be a beautiful thing. It'll be a beautiful thing. But, um, I mean, I know you're talking about the Knicks, and there's so many issues surrounding this franchise. I really don't know where to start. Um, but personally, if I'm James Dolan, I want to get rid of Phil. Uh, you want to get rid I of think, Phil Jackson? I, I want to get rid of Phil. Um, he's had two years here. And he hasn't really shown us that he has the confidence or the ability to lead this team out of the hole that it's in. We're only being dug deeper and deeper each and every year. Uh, we have no pick this year, um, clearly of no fault of his own. But, you know, a lot of people are defending Phil because he drafted Chris Stapps. We're mm-hmm. The jury's still out on Chris Stapps, you know. Um, he's playing lights out. He was playing lights out early on in the season. As the season progressed, we're starting to see that the uh, the wear and tear of the NBA is actually getting to him. Um, oh, yeah. Not he, playing. He's, he's hit that rookie wall. That's basically exactly. what it is. Yeah. Well, the problem is with most of these European players, once they hit that rookie wall or the wall in general, it's hard for them to develop beyond that. Um, we've seen it with Andrea Bagnarni. Huh. Um, I think it's a whole other situation of development. <laughs> but, you know... Uh, I'm interested to see how this team is going to be moving forward. Uh, one thing that I've known has come out is that uh, Phil Jackson intends to coach home games next season. I'm not with that. Yeah, you I, know, I, this triangle. I like the idea. If if feel like this, you're Phil Jackson. You win 11 championships. You have every right to coach. If you want to coach three days a week, you could do that. You understand what I'm saying? He's the most winningest coach in NBA history. I, I just yeah. you, you gotta you gotta explore it, you know. Where else are you gonna get better? You know, unless it's in there's your own some, house. There's something to be said about the teams that Phil Jackson had. I think we discussed it in the past, where I showed you the records that Phil Jackson had. He's never had a losing season. Oh, you know, right. he doesn't know what it means to really be this bad. And the team that we have, Melo at his age right now is nowhere near what Jordan was. Melo has never had anything like what Jordan had. Um, he's not the same prolific scorer that we were used to, so I don't think that he could put up the numbers that Kobe used to put up in the triangle system. This is – I don't think that this system is what this team needs right now. 
Mm. Um, moving forward, I don't think that this system will ever work for a team like this. I don't think this system will ever work in the NBA again. Um, the NBA has evolved, and point guards are so much more athletic now. They, they, they're a requirement. Having a good point guard isn't something that you could just set off to the side, not when you have the guys like Russell Westbrook, Damian Lillard in this league. You know, even Steph Curry now, you need an athletic point guard that can defend, um, that can keep up with these other guys. And we just, this triangle system is not working. So, we need to move on. Okay, so we move on from the triangle. But where else do you get better? Do you go Tom Thibodeau? Are you trying to see if we become that nitty-gritty defensive team we used to be? I say, you know, that's a system that has worked recently. Tom Thibodeau has used, you know, he, he's gone with a team that never had a star like Derrick Rose. You know, when, once Derrick Rose went down with Chicago, it's almost like they didn't miss a beat. They kept moving. That system works. Mark Jackson, he de- helped develop that Warriors team into what it is today. You know, these coaches are coaches that have proven success, who are available, who want to coach in New York, who have ties to New York. Why wouldn't we give them a shot before giving a guy like Luke Walton a shot? Luke Walton is an unproven commodity who, quite frankly, coached what is coming down to the wire as one of the best teams to ever play in the NBA. I can't see these Knicks being as effective as the Golden State Warriors were or are right now. Well, here's here's the way I look at it. You got a team, you know, you talk about Tom Thibodeau, you talk about Mark Jackson. Tom Thibodeau, he took over a pretty good team. I mean, I, I, honestly, he did build them into maybe a championship caliber team, but they just never actually reached their potential. But he had very good players that were young. Now, when, when they go to the uh, developmental, like Mark Jackson definitely developed that team. Um, Steve Kerr took him to that next level within a year. Yep. Now, the problem is with the Knicks on both of those fronts is the Knicks, we don't rebuild. You realize the Knicks do not rebuild. All that, the Knicks, that is a huge issue. It's just, it's just a fact. The, the thing is, we're sitting here and we're, we're relying on Carmelo Anthony to be able to draw free agents to New York. And... In his career in New York, he hasn't been able to bring that big name with him. You know, we've had cap space last year. We're going to have a great amount of cap space this year. And, of course, all the rumors and reports are saying that Kevin Durant is coming to New York. I don't believe it. I mean, I've, I've been told the same story before with LeBron James. I, um, I'm hearing the same reports with, you know, Russell Westbrook. Like, I'm tired of the reports of people coming that, quite frankly, have no interest in really being in New York with the state of the franchise being what it is. Um, so as I look at the Knicks right now and how they're currently constructed, I do believe that we need to just go into a full-on rebuild, meaning that we blow this team up, we trade away Carmelo for whatever we can get for him, um, we start off with a new head coach, and we really build this team to be a dynasty, such as the Golden State Warriors, you know, um, other teams around the league have become like the uh, Oklahoma City Thunder. These teams developed through the draft, and they became what they are, trusting on the players that they drafted and had. Uh, right now, the Knicks are so far away from that. We don't even have a pick this year. We, we have cap space, but it, it's a waste to use that money to bring in somebody who, quite frankly, may not be effective in the long run. 
Okay, once again, I'm on the phone with Claude LaRoche. He is a contributor to Keep It A Real Sports. Now, now I got to really just, like, let me let me switch gears a little bit. We talked about the downfall of Dixon. He, obviously, he's parts of the NBA. I want to take it to the college. Obviously, college, March Madness is the big discussion besides St. Patrick's Day today, you know. And um, yes. I'm not, you know what? We filled out brackets. Okay? Yeah. Lincoln, when he called in two days ago, refused to, to give away his picks. Stan refused to give away his picks yesterday. I mean, the uh-huh. tournament is underway. So who do we have? Who you got? You want to know what my final four is? That's what I want to know. My final four. I have Kansas. I have Duke. I have UNC, and I have Michigan State. You have Duke making it into the final four. I have Duke making it into the final four. My goodness. Are you watching the game right now by any chance or in, during your lunch break? Because I know you're, uh, uh, you're a hardworking man. I'm not watching the game right now. I'm actually sitting in my car uh, listening to the show. Um, oh. But. <laughs> Support. I love yeah. it. <laughs> yes, yes. I'm, listen- I'm sitting in my car, you know, using my lunch break to listen to the show. But as soon as I get off my break and I get back into the office, I'll pop the game on my phone and uh, hopefully Duke uh, doesn't uh, upset me tonight. <laughs> All right. Well, um, uh, last thing that I do want to bring up, and Stan is actually uh, he's actually commenting right now. He's saying that he didn't refuse to give his picks. So he, he just didn't say him. He omitted. How about that? Stan, is that better? You omitted your picks. Is that better to say? All right, because I know Lincoln refused to give his picks. He said that. So, well, uh, you know, Lincoln's going on, what, two, three years running now as the uh, number one guy. Well, this is the whole thing. The, the goal is, I don't even care if I don't win, as long as Lincoln doesn't win. Anybody but Lincoln. <laughs> that's, 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 the, that's the motto in the Keeping a Real Sports tournament. Brackets, is as long as Lincoln Ricketts does not win, we're going to be okay. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I guarantee it that uh, Lincoln will not win this year. I think I have the perfect bracket. I'm taking Lincoln down. Oh, wow. Uh, you, you know, I don't know who he picked, but I'm sure he didn't pick my picks. So, <laughs> hey, <laughs> and I'm sure I'm sure I won, man. I'm sure of it. Hey, you know what? That's good enough for me, man. As long as you, you're good. sure that you feel like you won, everybody's going in with the right attitude. You never know, man. That's right. That's right. But and, uh, and just for full disclosure of my picks, I do have Michigan State <laughs> winning it all. Of course. They, they, they were snubbed of that oh number one God. seed, and they deserved the number one seed. No one can deny that they deserve the number one seed. Um, I don't know what these guys were thinking when they set up this bracket, but, hey, we'll prove it. <laughs> You're going to prove year. it. Okay, I mean, we'll you, prove it. you know, this is usually Michigan State's time. You guys don't do anything at the beginning of the year. It's usually towards the end of the year you get hot. And, you know, I like That's Denzel right. Valentine, so we'll see what happens. That's right. That's right. All right. But, uh, Claude, I know you got to get back to work. You're in the car right now. They're probably going to be looking for you in the car. But uh, thank you very much, man, for, uh, for you know, checking out the show. No problem. It is my pleasure, man. Thank you so much, and uh, keep it up. Thanks, man. Have a good one. You too, brother. All right. That was Claude LaRoche right there. He gave his opinions on the New York Knicks, the state of the Knicks, which is not really in a, in a good spot, and obviously his uh, NCAA tournament picks. And Stan, you know, he was, like, yesterday on the show, he actually now agrees, like, he didn't refuse to give his picks, he just didn't give his picks, he kind of omitted the picks. But it's okay, that's what people do. You want to keep it a secret, it's a it's a tournament, it's a battle, and it, within the Keep It A Real Sports family, this is how we roll. You know, except for Danny, who refuses to play college basketball. But it's okay, 
it's okay. He respects the, the pro game, so it's all good. And uh, <laughs> with that being said, we're going to get to a little bit of music. It's actually it's Thursday, so I can see you call it Throwback Thursday. Even though this is what we do anyway here on Sports Social. We play the classics. We'll be right back. Southcast FM. Yo, VIP. Let's kick it. And listen, I sit back with my brand new invention. Something grabs a hold of me tightly, flow like a harpoon daily and nightly. Will it ever stop? Yo, I don't know. Turn off the lights and I'll glow. To the extreme, I rock a mic like a vandal. Light up a stage and wax a chump like a candle. Dance, caress the speaker that booms. I'm killing your brain like a poisonous mushroom. Deadly, when I play a dope melody, anything less than the best is a felony. Love it or leave it, you better gain weight. You better hit bulls out of kid, don't play. If there was a problem, yo, I'll solve it. Check out the hook while my DJ revolves it. Continue to A1A. Girls were hot, wearing less than bikinis. Rock men love us, driving Lamborghinis. Jealous, cause I'm out getting mine. Shade with the gauge and vanilla with the nine. Ready for the chumps on the wall. The chumps acting ill because they're full of eight ball. Gunshots ranged out like a bell. I grabbed my nine, all I heard was shells. Falling on the concrete real fast. Jumped in my car, slammed on the gas. Bumper to bumper, the avenue's packed. I'm trying to get away before the jack is jacked. Police on the scene, you know what I mean? They passed me up, could run it all the dope means. If there was a problem, yo, I'll solve it. Check out the hook while my DJ revolves it. Vanilla Ice 
for your Thursday afternoon. Once again, this is Sports Social here on Soundcast FM. I am Ed Easton. And, uh, you know, I'm just trying to keep up with the sport, with, with actually what's going on right now. We got college basketball, the tournament, the biggest tournament in the world, in my opinion. Besides, you know, everybody going to talk about the Olympics. But, hey, not the Olympics right now. Going on live, we have uh, Duke playing in a game. I'm going to give um, a couple of, like, score updates. We're also going to keep taking some phone calls for everybody that has opinions of whether it's the Knicks, college basketball, you know, everything going on. The number is 516-900-2278. Once again, that is 516-900-2278. One of them topics that I'm going to be talking about in the next hour is uh, it's sports-related, but there's a bit of a twist to it because I feel like it's something that needs to be addressed. And I'm going to bring this up. People are going to be like, why does this matter? Oh, it matters. Because this crosses over to not just sports, but to life and a little bit of, uh, you know, entertainment, everything. Russell Wilson recently proposed to his girlfriend, Ciara. Now, if you are not aware of who Ciara is, there is Google. But I will give you the short of it. She's a singer and a dancer. And uh, she was, she's been dating, you know, Russell Wilson for the past year, I believe. And it's, it's just one of those situations that... You know, it's a lot of things going on, but it seems like we got some callers that uh want to share their thoughts on it. All right, caller, you on the line. Hey, what's going on? All right, who's this? Javier from Queens, what's up? How's it going, Javier? All right, so listen, I was having a discussion with a friend yesterday about, because <clears throat> uh, I'm not talking about the Knicks, the Knicks stink. All right. I get the Knicks. Uh, I'm, I'm a Bulls fan, and so everybody's comparing this Golden State team to this to the 95-96 uh, Chicago Bulls team. And in my opinion, without a doubt, and I hate the comparison, but there's no way this Golden State team, as great as they are today, there's no way they're beating that 95-96 championship Chicago Bulls team by far. There's no way they're doing it. And it's, it's offensive to even compare the two. Offensive. Okay, offensive. That's pretty strong words. Um, what do you feel like is the, the toughest matchup? I mean, you're talking about, you know, maybe the Clay Thompson matchup. versus who, Michael who, Jordan. Who, who's guarding Mike? I get who's it, but here's my thing. Here's my thing. You have all these other shooters on the floor for Golden State. My This is my, okay. my argument against it. This is my argument against it. In regards to being a tougher type of team, I believe the Bulls are a way tougher team because you had to play tough basketball in the 90s, very physical. Now, in, in regards to shooting, I don't think Michael Jordan is coming out there to guard Steph Curry or Clay Thompson. I just don't Ron think he Harper, can keep up. Ron Harper could take care of Steph Curry by himself. I don't think People so. Look at how great of a defensive player Ron Harper was. Yeah, maybe when he was with the Clippers. But when he got to the Bulls, he was watered down, beat up, please play point guard Ron Harper. Let's look, let's look at it this way. The front line of the Chicago Bulls, right? The average size is 6'6". So you mm. put Michael Jordan at 6'6", Ron Harper was 6'5", 6'6". You put Ron Harper on Steve, uh, Stephen Curry, fine. You put Jordan on Clay Thompson... Clay Thompson is a, is all or nothing. So either he has a forty point game or he has a ten point game. All right. The the big matchup is Scottie Pippen on Draymond Green. Now, say what you want about Draymond Green; he's a good player, but Scottie Pippen is shutting down Draymond Green. The thing that people don't realize is that Scottie Pippen was LeBron James before LeBron James. You know, I I agree. I agree. He had certain things. The only things that Scottie Pippen never had was he was never clutch and he was never really a physical player. That was two he of his main things. Plus. He had Mike on the team. Well, that was the thing. We realized that when he was on his own in 94, and they sat him for Tony Kukoc in the clutch. So we know what type of player he is. But when we, when we break down the matchup, and, you know, we always play these little fantasy matches between Golden State and that Chicago team, the biggest thing that's going to stand out to me is the bench. That bench with the Bulls probably went, they went to probably their eighth man. That's it. 
Everyone else was kind of like throw-ins for like a minute or two just to give Scottie Pippen a break or, you know, Jordan a break. You're not going to have Randy Brown matching up against Sean Livingston. You know what I mean? You're Listen, not going to have that. It's like the bench alone will kill me. them. Andre Iguodala versus, Kerr. come on, Steve, Steve Kerr? Steve Kerr was a good player. Steve, Steve Kerr was a good player. Steve Kerr was a good player, but he was not a defender. Was a great role player. Jack, but John Bushler was a good role player. Then you had Tony Kukoc coming off the bench. Then you had, uh, and then, I mean, they had, I'm not going to count John Sally. I mean, <laughs> I'm not counting John Sally. We're going to leave that alone. We're not going to count but, John Sally. No, 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 no. I'm not counting Bill Wennington, I'm not, but he got playing time. You got to remember the Bulls also had Dennis Rodman. Oh, yeah. Uh, Dennis Rodman. Hey, how can you forget he's a Hall of Famer? Who, who's, first of all, and you brought up the whole physicality aspect to it, but yeah. who's outworking Dennis Rodman on that, on that Golden State team? No one Nobody. is. No one is. But here's my thing. I don't think – everybody says, like, the Bulls would beat down the Warriors. I think, honestly, a series like that would be seven games because – No, it wouldn't. It would, it oh, yeah. Close. It would be seven games, man. You, you're talking about – Draymond Green is not a pushover. I'm not saying he's as physical – as a as a, a Dennis Rodman, but I think they would be the type of players that would cancel each other out because they'll get into each other's heads. I mean, you got a guy like Dennis Rodman. That was one of his main things. He gets into people's heads. No nah, man, I I I, I, I totally. I don't even. It's lucky if it goes five games because people forget how great their defense was. They were just very long and lanky. They were just a very. They were fast. They were just punishing. I mean, they they brought down a team very similar. In, uh, in the, the Supersonics, that 95-96 mm, where they ah, went to the finals. Uh, you know that what? Supersonics team was pretty similar. I to love the, the fact that you brought the Supersonics because here is my criticism to that. You cannot compare Gary Payton to Steph Curry because they both had very different styles. Gary Payton could beat you off the dribble. He's a great finisher, great defender, especially around that time, great defender and a scorer. He wasn't a pure shooter. Steph Curry could beat you from different angles across the court. You're not running around with this guy as well. And you got to also remember, Gary Payton had Hersey Hawkins in the backcourt. Hersey Hawkins was a good player, but he wasn't to the level of a Klay Thompson. You understand what I'm saying? Klay Thompson's making those shots. Hersey Hawkins was nice, especially during that finals. And then you, I'll go up there in the lineup, man. He's all or nothing, man. He's all or nothing. He's all or nothing, but you don't need him to be every day. You have Harrison Barnes, who is pretty much, when Klay is off, you got Harrison Barnes on. Harrison Barnes. Harrison, listen. He's a good player. He's a great complimentary player. You put Harrison Barnes on the Phoenix Suns, you put him on the Timberwolves, and he's a bum. He benefits off of everybody else. I mean, look, they're a very great team. They have the great package. They have everybody. They have the, the right mix. But com- to compare this team to the Chicago Bulls team of 95-96, just with those that three championships, the second three championships, is offensive. I, don't I think it's offensive. Well, 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 you know, a lot of this, it. a lot of this, obviously, is coming from the fact that you are a fan. So I love the the passion with it. But you got to also look at the facts. You got to take yourself away from the fandom and look at the facts. The teams, both teams, very good teams, different eras. Okay, you got if you put the Bulls in this era right now, there's a lot of fouls being called. I don't think they keep up because of the new rules and regulations. I don't think Michael Jordan is going to be running around chasing Clay Thompson as well as chasing uh, Steph yeah, Curry. Yeah, but then Jordan is. Then Jordan is scoring 60 with these rules then. You don't think, wait, you think Jordan's going to score 50 every night? He wasn't yeah, doing it every night. Rules, no. Yeah, look, playing, I'm going to. I'm the Knicks for all those, all those years. I'm going to, look. Drop 60 easily. Look, I'm going to hold you on this. How about this? I'm going to end it off on this note. Both teams for their errors are perfect, okay? The Bulls in that 90s era, 
You couldn't match up against them. You got the Warriors in this era. You can't match up against them. This is a debate we can have all day. But Javier, thank you for calling in, man. Keep listening, okay? And, you know, that's how it goes. Just This is what it is. Sports Social. Check in with us. Once again, that number is 516-900-2278. Thank you again to Javier from Queens. And I like that. That's what he came in there with that passion. He had a little bit of facts in there, but, you know, you want to throw some numbers in there. Let's go at each other. Let's go. You know, you want to go to Google? We'll go to Google. But it's good for people to have that notice of what's going on and not just with Golden State, with the Chicago Bulls, two great teams, two iconic teams of that era. That's really what it's all about. But uh, you know what we're going to do? We're going to take a quick song break. And um, I'm still going to call it Throwback Thursday, even though this is what we do anyway here on Sports Social. A little salt and pepper push it. You listen to Sports Social with Ed Easty on Soundcast FM. Push it real good. 
right, a little salt and pepper, push it. Sports Social with Ed Easton. We are live once again, Soundcast FM. Beautiful Thursday. It's a beautiful Thursday here. St. Patrick's Day, so I know a lot of you are probably at a bar, hopefully listening to us, probably at lunch, you know, watching the game as well. It's just one of those, it's one of those situations that you have to, um, you know, just enjoy. Enjoy what, you know, St. Patrick's Day Enjoy the little bit of a holiday because I understand a lot of people who may not be, you know, Irish. They, they always say, oh, OK, well, you celebrate. It's just a fun day. It's a day for everybody to enjoy, everybody to rejoice. Just don't get too, you know, how can I say this? Uh, too way too much under the influence. If that's the case, if, you know, just be safe out there, guys. Have some fun. Enjoy the holiday. It's one of those situations like. And I want to say this because, you know, we had a caller earlier. And he was great. I felt like that's the type of energy. You have something to say. You want to argue with me or something. Come up and let's do this. You know, let's have a good argument. Just keep it good. No cursing. That's one of my main rules when it comes to this show. Respectful each way. And we're going to keep that flow going. Once again, the number is 516-900-2278. We got plenty of more on tap within the second hour. But uh, I do want to give a couple of updates because I know a lot of you are just listening to the show and may not be checking into the NCAA tournament, there is that that small chance that you guys are doing that. So I'm going to keep you a little bit updated as to what's going on. And just, you know, Duke is playing right now. I know it's like about a good nine other games that are just waiting to start. So I don't know if you have a favorite out there. If you want to talk about that, once again, the number 516-900-2278. You know, just call up. We'll discuss it. One of the things that that like I'm I'm just looking at because I'm seeing the scores right now. Duke is basically taking care of UNC, um, UNCW, and and I thought you know I thought this would be a bit of a blowout, but they're keeping it kind of close. And you're gonna notice that from these lower seeds, this is not gonna be the type of um, it's not gonna be the type of tournament where you're just gonna have blowouts from. The top seed, whether it's a four, a three, a two, or, you know, mostly the ones you're going to see the blowouts. Butler and Texas Tech. Texas Tech is up 37-36 as of right now. We got a tie game between Connecticut and Colorado. I have Connecticut going pretty far in my bracket. I think they're a pretty good team, and I just when you go on a run like that within your conference tournament, winning games when you definitely should not have won, it always sparks a team and uh, Kevin Ollie's a good coach. He just won a national title, I think, about two or three years ago. They're a team that has a lot to build on, and I just feel like they're battle-tested from the coaching standpoint and just, you know, being there. It doesn't matter where you have them ranked. They're the number nine seed in the tournament, and uh, they're going against Colorado number eight seed, so I never really count that as being an upset when a nine beats an eight. It doesn't really make a difference. But uh, they're, they're underway as well in the first half. A uh, couple of games we got coming up at 2 o'clock. Iona versus Iowa State. We also have, that's going to be on TBS, actually. I'm going to give you the uh, network is going to be on. Yale versus Baylor. That'll be on CBS at 245. Hampton versus Virginia. That's number one Virginia versus number 16 Hampton. And if you guys saw the uh, highlights, Hampton, the coach for Hampton went a little crazy on the sideline after they won their conference championship in order to get into the tournament. It should be interesting to see if he if they actually pull up the big upset and beat Virginia, which a lot of people feel like is not going to happen. That'll be on True TV at 310. We also got number one Kansas taking on number 16 Austin PA. That'll be at 4 o'clock on TNT. 
We have Little Rock taking on Purdue. That'll be on TBS. And uh, you're also, like I said, this is just a full day of game. So if you made plans, this is a bad day to make plans. You got uh, Buffalo and Miami. That's going to be going on on TNT. That's Miami, Florida, the Hurricanes, 650. I don't know if Stan cares that much about the basketball team as much as he does the football team, but they'll be playing against Buffalo at 650 on TNT. At 710, you got Chattanooga taking on Indiana. Indiana dropped a couple of spots. They're number five seed. A lot of people believe they could have been maybe a one, two, or three if they had won their tournament, but they obviously got upset by Michigan, who also won yesterday to make it into the big the big tournament. They won their first four game. So a lot of things are going on. That game's gonna be on CBS at 710. On uh TBS, we're gonna have my North Carolina Tar Heels taking off Florida Gulf Coast. That game is gonna be at 720. At 727, you got Utah versus Fresno State on True TV. At uh, 920, we have Arizona and Wichita State. The Shockers, once again, doing it in the first four to get in there to claim that number 11 seed. That will be on TNT at 920. At 940, another local team, Stony Brook, will be taking on Kentucky. Kentucky, a a team that's been going with a lot of motivation because they feel like they are higher than a four seed. And I don't see that happening, you know, with them just coming out even more up even more amped than they are. I don't feel like they're as good as they have been in past years, so I understood the committee's breakdown in regards to why they deserve the four seed over maybe a three or two. They also won their conference tournament. Providence takes on USC. That'll be on TBS at 9.50. A couple of other games that just need to trickle in. I don't want to go through the whole list, but, man, we have a ton of them. I'm going to come back to it for a second. There's actually one game I do want to spend a little bit of time on, and that is the Florida Gulf Coast versus North Carolina. Now, Florida Gulf Coast, is they're no, they're no stranger to the tournament. They've pulled off upsets before. A lot of people are talking about maybe they're that first number 16 seed to take out a number one seed. I don't think that's really going to be a big deal. I, I don't see North Carolina struggling with a team like Florida Gulf Coast. A lot of people you know, who are North Carolina supporters like myself Truly believe that the team thrives on if Marcus Page is hitting his his outside shots, any consistency on defense, and of course Bryce Johnson just just basically destroying everybody up front. That's what we're hoping for with North Carolina. Florida Gulf Coast, I saw the first game they played Farley Dickinson. That wasn't really a game. Let's be honest. They didn't play a real team that day. I know a lot of people at Farley Dickinson would probably, you know, disagree with me, but that, that was just... It was a pretty interesting game. And speaking of interesting games, Holy Cross, I don't know how, but Holy Cross, 14 and 19, Holy Cross. The only way they got in was by winning their tournament. They are in the they're in the field of 64 and they're taking on number one Oregon after winning yesterday. It's it's unbelievable when you know the type of things that happen. And a lot of people are not a fan of the first four games. I am. I am a big fan of that. So it's just one of those types of things in regards to what happens when a team like this gets hot. I saw Bill Simmons, who is uh, obviously the biggest uh, Holy Cross supporter I've ever heard of. You know, uh, he he was on Twitter talking about six more wins. Like, he really expects Holy Cross to win the whole thing. If Holy Cross wins one more game, I think they, get, they deserve a Disney movie. I'm sorry, they, they deserve a Disney movie. Just immediately. There shouldn't be, you know, any discussion. It should be a Walt Disney movie made just for Holy Cross. 
But hey, what do I know? That's going to be an interesting matchup. They have Oregon tomorrow, number one seed. I, I don't know. Oregon was one of those disputed teams. A lot of people felt like Michigan State deserved that number one over Oregon. It's it's going to be interesting to see how they fare in the tournament. A lot of people are going to be looking at them as that odd team out. But uh, I already have my Final Four set up. I've been thinking about whether or not I should just reveal the full Final Four. But I'm going to just let you know. I know I'm going to let you know. I have Michigan State there. I have North Carolina there. I actually have North Carolina taking on Kansas in the national title game. And clearly, I'm picking North Carolina, but Kansas is a very good team. But no one seems to be talking about them. Like, you know, I just feel like the talk on Kansas has been very, very subtle. Like, in past years, you would hear so much talk about Kansas basketball, whoever player they had, whether he was overhyped or not. You would hear so much about it. But this time around, I don't know. I definitely don't know. It's going to be one of those things where we're going to watch the tournament. We're going to see, like, all the different updates. We're going to see the—I feel like you're going to get at least two upsets in this first round. Yeah, two upsets. It shouldn't be too much of a surprise for people. It's just not that type of— um. It's not that type of tournament where there's a runaway, unless you're a number one seed. The number two seed is beatable. Number three seed is beatable. Four seed is very beatable. It's just that type of tournament. And that's really, you know, how I feel in regards to that. But um, as usual, like I said, hit me up social media at Ed Easton Jr. Once again, that is at Ed Easton Jr. on Twitter. Call me up, 516-900-2278. We're going to have a friendly discussion about another topic, and I, and I had brought this up before our last call. Russell Wilson, yes, Russell Wilson, you know, proposing to uh, singer-actress Ciara. And some people have their opinions on it. You know, some people are part of Future Hive. You know, Future is actually Ciara's baby's father, if I want to, you know, take it to that terms. But uh, Russell Wilson taking... Uh, Taking Ciara and obviously saying that, you know, he wants to marry her. People have a lot of different opinions on it. A lot of positive, a lot of negative. I've never seen such a split in regards to this in different areas. So I, I can't really dissect it myself. But um, I have a little help coming on next. So what I'm going to do is uh, step aside for another song break. This actually is one of my favorites. So I'm going to play this one. It's Bobby Brown, Every Little Step. You listen to Sports Social here on Soundcast FM.
back sports social a little bit of a, a cold uh abrupt ending right there but it's okay on the line right now i have miss danielle kelly danielle can you hear me yeah hey ed how's it going i got danny d on the line right now that's me that's her <laughs> danny now i needed i needed help trying to break down the situation in regards to uh russell wilson obviously the quarterback of the seattle seahawks and he's engaged now he proposed to sierra there's been a lot of uh, backlash on social media regarding this. People either very supportive about it or people uh, showing a lot of hate in regards to this. I, I first, I, wanted, I just want to get your opinion on the situation. Well, my opinion is everybody should just mind their own business. All right. You know, it's just kind of like, you know, everybody's allowed to have a relationship. Everyone has messy relationships and so forth, but it's no one's business. At the end of the day, they chose a path, and that's the path that they're going down. And now they're engaged. A lot of these bitter women and messed up men on Twitter aren't even down that path or even thinking about going down that path anytime soon. So, hey, if it works for them, it works for me. They like it. I love it. Go for it. <laughs> you know, that's the nicest way of looking at it. I like how you took the uh, the positive approach to just it being marriage and two people loving each other and it should be fine. Uh, yeah. Yeah, a lot of people, you know, they look at obviously the the future hive. I gotta bring them into this to this mix. Uh oh, careful! <laughs> I know, you gotta be careful here. Future hive, very uh, they have a lot of uh, strong opinions in regards to this. Now, of course. of course, and then when you look at um, you know, Ciara, they talk about her history because she's been with like other athletes and such. Do you feel like that should be even like you know held against her at this point? No, not really. I mean. If that's the case, then I should have been with my ex-boyfriend from when I was 18. But we all have to experience different things, and a lot of people aren't just meant for us sometimes. So you got to keep going and keep searching for the one that's actually worth it and puts the work in as much as you do. Okay, that's fair. I like that. I like that. 
And, uh, I'm learning, so oh. <laughs> I'm, in the, I'm in the process of learning that. So hey, I think we're all learning. You know, there's, there's no uh, there's no perfect way to do this. If there was the case, then it wouldn't be like what a 50 percent uh, divorce rate. So it's that exactly. t- it's that type of deal. <laughs> uh, Russell Wilson. Now, like I said, there's, there's been backlash from different communities, not just the Future Hive. Um, there's been a lot of people saying that Russell Wilson is saving her and. You know, he's he's pretty much making a bad statement to a lot of his fans saying that you should just, you know, get a girl after she's already, you know, messed with a different couple of athletes, musicians and such. No, brother. Yeah. That, this well, is... he can't, well, he can't come to the Nick game. I'll tell you that much. I'm a fan from Nick games because when I went, it was bad news. So they're not allowed to come. Well, you see, at least as long as they don't go to the Knicks game, it's fine. Yeah, but, uh. They could go anywhere else. I don't care. Don't come to the game. <laughs> and Come on, Ed, you seen that game. When they went to get something to drink, we was up. Then they came back, we lost. You know what? I thought about that as well, and this was fresh after um, Russell Wilson got knocked out of the playoffs. So, you know, he was... You know he, he's bringing negativity to the freaking <laughs> hey, that's I believe it. I'm 100% in agreement with that. But um, like I said, I saw the, there was a Facebook post by this guy. And he, he was talking about how Russell Wilson, you know, he's a role model and he shouldn't be doing these things and how he should be just trying. If he said he's such a, a strong Christian values, he should be getting a different type of woman. I, I and the reason why I say, yeah, I, I know. I, and I say this the reason why I bring this up is because you see so many times with these different shows like Basketball Wives and and, you know, all these like athletes that, that that fall for these different type of types of women is there some truth to that is, is there like uh something that maybe athletes should be aware of they should be watching out for say one more time i'm sorry you got cut off. no i was saying there's there's something that the athletes should be like should be, you know beware they should have some type of fear of in regards to dating a, a woman in the you know music industry or any type of industry in regards to like what's going to happen to their, their own profile because you look at, like, the Orlando Scandrick and Drea situation, oh, yeah. you right, know, right, right. things like so that. My, my opinion, honestly, is, like, I'm from the music industry, too. So it's kind of like you you change for who you want to change for, you know? Some people make you a better person, and some people actually bring the worst out of you. So maybe that's what Drea and Orlando was going through. And, you know, sometimes it takes, unfortunately for them, they're in the public eye with us we could kind of just like control our emotions a little bit more that where people can't really tell what's going on but I don't like to like put my business out there either I like to you know just stay low and build which is like everybody's slogan right now but it's true in a sense you know you just you got to kind of keep it low between you guys and just build that foundation so then when you do hit the public eye, a lot of nonsense won't bother you. It's kind of shielded off, you know what I mean? No, I definitely, definitely it agree. It definitely takes two people that's in a relationship to be, like, secure. Not with, not just within the relationship, but with secure and within yourself. No, I, I definitely agree. I feel like it's a, it's a, it's, it's two people right there. It just can't be Absolutely. put on one person. It's hey, it, Jay was reckless, but hey, she she said, let me calm down because I want Orlando. Well, she she said something that was actually very unique. She said, and and I'm quoting here. She said okay. uh, she deleted her homeness after a while. That <laughs> it goes away. Like I, I, this is this is I'm quoting right here. This is what she said. So okay, so I'm gonna translate. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna translate. All right. You know, because, of course, all women and men, too, all go through that. 
quote unquote home phase. So, but maybe, hey, meeting Orlando was like, you know what? I'm done with these biddies. Let me cut all these holes off. Let me get serious. You know, maybe that's what, that was her thought, but it just came off wrong because I don't even think she has a college education. So that also could play a little part too. <laughs> So we, we learned from this. Go to school. That's a very important thing. So you won't. You gotta stay in school, everybody. Stay in school. This is a this right here is a public service <laughs> announcement. Um, uh, real quick though. Now, like I said, I, I brought this whole thing up with Drea and you know with Ciara. Another thing that's always thrown out there. They're saying that they are probably the reason for a lot of bad performances from the men. Like you know from Russell Wilson, he has a bad <laughs> performance because he's dating Ciara or. Orlando Skandrick is injured and out for the season because he, you know, is engaged and about to have a baby with Drea. You think people are just going too far with it on social media and just in general, like just trying to just pinpoint everything on the relationship? <laughs> I mean, social media is hilarious and it's pure entertainment. So we all need something to laugh at. And of course, if your favorite player messes up, if Mel messed up, I'm blaming Lala. Like, Lala, why you ain't cooking that rice and beans that he wanted last night? What's wrong with you? <laughs> And but I, that was actually something that happened. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You never know. You, everybody has an off day. You know, everybody's not going to play at their best ability. It could have been an argument at home. You never know. It could have been, hey, it could have been an argument with the coach. Everybody doesn't know. But it just, it, you know, it's insane and it's funny. And, like, with me, I'm more laid back, so I just don't really let it get to me. Unless you're talking about my Knicks. Then it gets personal. <laughs> and speaking of your Knicks, and actually my Knicks as well, uh, they got – I don't know what the word is to describe what happened to them last night. It, it, it was one of the worst beatdowns I think I've seen in a while against the Golden State Warriors in Golden State. The I game, actually didn't watch that game. It's it's okay. It's a good thing. And I'm I'm actually proud of you for not watching that game because I... Because my Twitter would have went crazy. And <laughs> yep, I stayed off all social media last night. And I shut my phone off. And I blocked a few people this morning. But oh, it's okay. That's... That's how you got to do it. I mean, at this point, when you got a team struggling the way the Knicks are, I, I don't know, man. It's it's one of the toughest situations as a fan to see your team get beat down night after night. And the season's almost over, so that's the only thing we have looking forward, to look forward to, actually. I know. I know. It, it, it is a, it's rough being a Knicks fan, but um, we, have the, we have one of the best arenas. So This is true. This is true. And, this is, and actually, I do want to say this. I, I saw a quote saying that the uh, most loyal women in the world are Knicks fans. Yeah, sounds about right. <laughs> <laughs> if you could go through all the struggle as a Knicks fan, you are a very loyal woman. That's, a, that's the woman to get. I saw that online, and you know what? I had to laugh because, hey, it's got to be true. It's got to be true. You know what? Because I'm right there with you when we go to these Knicks games. Like, come on, Ed, <laughs> let's, hold, let's hold hands and pray. And some of those prayers get answered, but most don't. But it's okay. We uh we fight through it anyway, but uh, as long as these negative football players that get kicked out of the playoffs so early <laughs> don't come to the arena, I think we'll be okay. <laughs> yeah, we're not talking about Russell Wilson still. That's fine. Um, but uh, Danny, uh, thank you so much for uh, calling in. Is there anything that you want to shout out or promote? Uh, well, it's my birthday all month, so March twenty eighth. Be there, be square. I have a location for you guys soon. Or I'll just tell Ed and he'll let you guys know. Oh, yeah. I'm celebrating all month, but I'm turning. Ah, it's not even important. But, guys, just come join me. It's my birthday. It's her 21st it's birthday. Good time. And I also teach dance classes. You can follow me on IG, Dance with Danny, D-A-N-I-N-D. So. All right, Danny. Class is coming soon. That's all. <laughs> Thank you so much. Once no again, problem. thanks for having me.
<laughs> hey, thank you. I can't wait for your 21st birthday. Just can't wait. Hey, it's lit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Have a good one. Bye. That was Danny D. You know, I need some clarification because you hear all of these different, you know, reports and people's opinions in regards to what's going to happen with the whole Russell Wilson thing. They, a lot of people are not happy that he's marrying Ciara. He wants to stay, you know, abstinent and everything. They, they haven't had sexual relations, at least to public knowledge. I don't understand why that should be public knowledge, but they've made it quite, they're quite clear that they're not going to do that until they're actually married. So, hey, you know what? This is this is what Russell Wilson is, what it works for him. Support, you know, this is this is reality. If you have any thoughts as well on this topic, the number is 516-900-2278 here on Soundcast FM. Um, once again, I'm going to give a quick update, quick update on what's going on in the tournament. All right, we're we're taking a look right now. Duke and uh, UNC is about to uh, look like they, they're starting to wind down right now. Duke looks like they're going to take care of UNC. You got Texas Tech and Butler. Butler's taking the lead over there, and they're still they're in the second half actually. In the uh, first half, actually going straight into halftime. I'm sorry, Colorado and Connecticut. Colorado has a slim 36 to 27 lead. We got Iowa State leading up on Iona 26 to 13. That is still in the first half. And once again, we got a couple of games still, well, more than a couple of games. We got a full slate of games that are still yet to be played. So uh, plenty, plenty of college basketball for everyone tonight. And, you know, like I said, it's one of those fun times of the year where anything could happen at any time. So, you know, just definitely stay tuned for a lot of the upsets. I have my upsets in mind and who's going to do what. But uh, it should be, uh, it should definitely be interesting. Definitely be interesting. And, um, well, this actually have a question. I have to ask this question to everybody that does follow college basketball. What are your thoughts on their, like, you, you know, this whole thing with the college basketball and the games and just college sports, period, because there was this huge, like, lawsuit in terms of the likeness of players, hence why you don't see any college basketball games, any college football games anymore. You know how you used to be able to edit the players' names because they couldn't legally have them in the game, but their likeness was still being used? What are your thoughts on that? I feel like that's been a, a topic that a lot of people have even tried to shy away from or they just don't want to deal with. You know, they don't want to have to deal with the fact that they're not paying these players. They're, they're showing up every day. It's still student athletics. I actually saw a tweet from a, a player, I think from UNC Asheville. He actually said that in the hotel they're staying at, there is no Wi-Fi, so he can't do his homework. That was actually the first time... I think I've heard of a player actually admit that there is no, uh, you know, he can't do his homework. He's actually thinking about his homework more than he's thinking about the actual game and just enjoying the fact that he's in the hotel and such. Kind of lets you, kind of makes you think, you know, what is the goal at the end of the day? Is it athletics or is it the academics? I'm one of the people that I advocate. I feel like the players should get paid. I feel like it's been. A long time coming and I just don't get what's been holding it up for so long there has to be some type of resolution but you know as always these things take a million years to come to fruition to come to some type of agreement I would like to still play the college basketball games you know for the video games and such but there has to be an agreement somehow with the schools and the players it just has to be We're going to do a step aside, play a little music. 
little new edition if it isn't love. You're listening to Sports Social here on Southcast FM.
right, a little throwback there. Once again, new edition, If It Isn't Love. Definitely something you got to think about. If it isn't love, you know, we just had the whole Russell Wilson, you know, Sierra, so it all tied in. If it isn't love, it wouldn't hurt, right? If she left him, but you never know. Wish him the best. Once again, number 516-900-2278. Taking final calls right now. This is Sports Social here on Southcast FM. I am Ed Easton. And like I said, we're following the tournament, you know, closely as we're doing the show. And like it's it's 90, like uh, Duke just put up 90 points on UNCW. Now it's, the game is still, still rather close. It's 90-85. I can see Duke just, you know, running away with this one, but uh, it's getting a little closer. It's the tournament. You never know. I had basically just recently just called, said Duke is the winner. I'm not even going to, you know, follow, but. You would see Wilmington is uh make it a little run. And that little run is a big deal. You know, I actually got some messages during the uh <laughs> during my, my talk with Danny D in regards to Russell Wilson. And I actually thought about bringing this up, but I'm gonna save it for another show. Uh the Aisha Curry, you know, uh that whole thing in terms of people, their thoughts on her, they feel like she's a, either too goody two shoes, you know. She's not real because she's saying all these things about how classy she is. We're going to probably discuss that as well in a future show. But uh, it's it's always something. It's always something, whether it's either on the court, on the field. But now with everything with reality shows and social media being such a big thing now, you're going to get so much of these players' lives. I mean, back in the day, you there was so many like different power couples in the sense that they were athletes dating, you know, musicians dating, uh, I don't know, models and such, and it wouldn't get that much attention. But nowadays, it, it's you got nicknames for them. There's you know, IG posts following is everything. It's everything's for the public. You know, it's kind of like what the AD said. Is nothing just stays sacred. There is no moment. There are no precious moments. You know, if I were to use those. Uh, this, this, this corny way to describe it. There are no more precious moments that stay within the household. Aisha Curry's situation with, you know, Steph Curry. They're very open about how much they love each other. Riley Curry's always on the podium, you know, for the finals. I Listen, I have my own thoughts on that. But these are things. These are all things that are part of the game that are not just stuff you see on the, on the court or in the field. These are all part of what makes sports and and everything kind of worked together. So interesting, interesting stuff. And I just want to say to everybody, this is the first week I'm actually doing a show in a live capacity. So, you know, it's going to be something that we're building on. I'm going to try some new segments out, some new little new little wrinkles there every day. We're going to have uh, a little more consistency when it comes to certain guests as well as certain topics. But uh, I just want to thank everybody that's starting off from the beginning with us. You know, this is Sports Social. And I want people to come in, like call in like Javier there earlier. He's very strongly, he's like he's a Bulls fan. And he wanted to make sure that he understood that, you know, why the Bulls are, in his opinion, a better team than the Warriors. And that's this is the type of show where it's welcome. I'm not going to just cut you off and say, that's it. Your time is done. Unless you get a little crazy, then I'm going to cut you off. But if you're coming at me and you're throwing in your opinion, you're throwing in some facts here and there, we can keep going. We can have a, we can have a little discussion regarding it. So, uh, like I said, this is the first show. We'll be back on Monday. We're Monday through Thursday here on Soundcast FM. 
going to have the uh, up all the uh, recent shows that are going to be uploaded and available to listen uh, listen to again online. KeepItTheRealSports.com will be up soon, so you're going to see that. And this is something that will be growing. You're going to hear a lot, a lot of new personalities, a lot of up-and-coming personalities that may not have been on the mainstream level yet, but you're going to hear them on this level, and they're going to get their chance to shine right here on Sports Social. And that's really the, the main thing with this show. It's not just me. I know my name is on the marquee, but it's about everybody having their voice and getting a chance to really talk about it. That's it. You may have a, you never know, you may have a celebrity on the show. You may just have the guy that was just down the street that had something to say about sports. Everybody's on the same level and everybody's going to have their chance to speak. That's one of the main things that I want to get across in regards to sports social. And it looks like Duke is going to pull this one out. A big miss right there by UNC Wilmington. And uh, Duke is up right now 91-85 with the ball with 20 seconds to go. It's, I think it's fair to say Duke is going to squeak out of this one. I know uh, Lincoln Ricketts is going to be kind of happy. His Duke team actually decided to win a game this time. So got to be proud of that. It's very rare for him. But uh, once again, tweet me at, at Ed Easton Jr., I'll be happy to take all your questions, anything during the weekend, so that we'll come back on Monday, and we'll just, you know, we'll just break it up, we'll chop it up, and we'll see how things go. With that being said, until next time, I'm Ed Easton, this is Sports Social, I hope everybody enjoys the rest of St. Patrick's Day, as well as... As well as these great NCAA games, which I know I'll be watching all day. Can't wait to get to them. A little TLC. We'll be back Monday, 1 o'clock, Sports Social, Soundcast FM.